Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome into another episode of Two Dudes in a Kitchen. It's Wells Adams and Tyler Florence hanging out with you. Tyler, you're, I believe, in mild stomping grounds of Mississippi right now. We're having the absolute best time. Great food truck race, season 17, marches forward. We're in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, we actually just wrapped out of the city today. Uh, the, the production team is is shooting interviews today. So it, it's mm-hmm. like the, like behind the scenes stuff and the conversations with the teams that will kind of sew in as like a dialogue of what's happening in real time. So, uh, but I'm off today, uh, which is really kind of nice, but the weather's beautiful. I mean, we're I'm out of my, uh, I'm, I'm staying at the Beau Rivage, which mm. is like GM hotel right here on the Gulf of Mexico. And the weather's been up and down. Like one day it's like 69 and or 70 degrees, just like that kiss of spring and not a cloud in the sky. And then the next day it's like freezing cold and 47 and raining sideways and whatever. So, but it, it's been fun. The, the people are fantastic. The food's been amazing. And I'm actually starting to build a great food truck race uh, restaurant heat map. So you can start to track uh, all of my restaurants going from uh, Houston, you know, down to Galveston, Lake Charles. I stopped off in New Orleans for a couple of days. And here we are in, in, in uh, beautiful Biloxi. And I'm heading over to um, Mobile, Alabama on Friday. Oh, Mobile's awesome. It's also close to, um, it's not too far from where they do Hangout Fest. Like, it's not too far from Destin and... Is it Orange Beach? What's yeah, Destin's there? pretty cool too. I've got some yeah. friends in Destin, so I'm gonna swing by and say hi. And there's lots of like little like fish shacks on the way. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of spots that I can't wait to check out. Somebody gave me Donald Link, who's a friend of mine, is a chef in New Orleans. Uh, he says there's uh, there's this gas station in Destin that makes the most unbelievable fried chicken. I believe it. So that's on the list. Where I went to school at in Oxford, Mississippi, it'll miss um, like one of the places that everyone has to go is to get chicken on a stick, which is at a Chevron right off the square. So yeah. Mississippi's known for some of their culinary expertise where you can also get some petrol, which is very nice. Yeah. It, listen, it's the deep South. I grew up in South Carolina. You're from the South too. So when I get close to here and it's, it's kind of wild too to watch the, 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 uh, the, the flow of the food, right? So Houston, obviously big barbecue, 
And once we got down to like southwestern Louisiana into, you know, Lake Charles, it was starting to kind of get all Creole, obviously the, the heart of that in New Orleans. And now it's starting to get very southern with a tail end of Creole. Like I had some mm-hmm. gumbo last night, not not as like intense flavor wise, but really, really delicious. And I think some of the best I've, I've had. I went to this restaurant uh, the other night called Mary Mahoney's here in Biloxi. Um, fantastic story. They just celebrated or celebrating their 60th year in business this year, which is really wild. And, uh, and you know, got a chance to see, walk through this uh, old building from the set, set, mid-1700s. Now, when France uh, had, you know, the most of the Western part of the United States before the, um, uh, the you know, the, the uh, Andrew Jackson had the, the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, Louisiana Purchase, exactly, right? So that was, uh, the, the French were headquartered out of Biloxi which is kind of wild. And they were headquartered out of this building that this restaurant was in. Wow. Which is kind of so I got to tour the whole thing. There's real old history in this part of the South. So yeah, it was kind of fun. And the food was amazing. And that's awesome. I do love some some deep South food. I, I wonder, so of all the Southern fare that you've had recently, what's been your favorite dish? The fried oysters. Oh my God. Yeah. So much like those big gulf oysters, you know, that, that are just like plump and, you know, uh, uh, fried and a little bit of cornmeal flour and then served with a remoulade. had some of that. I had uh, uh, soft shell crabs from the gulf, which Oof. is kind of, and then I had this one dish at Mary Mahoney's, literally some of the best food I've had the entire trip. And I went to mm. some swanky places in New Orleans. So this is just some really, really good cooking. And uh, I had uh, uh, tile fish stuffed with uh, crab meat and shrimp. Ooh. And it's kind of finished with this like light cream sauce. And so it seemed very 70s in a way, but mm-hmm. it was just laser execution. It was just perfect and simple. And and uh, I think the food's amazing here. Is it hard for you to go to restaurants being so well known in the culinary space? Like, do you think that people freak out a little bit when you show up? Or do you think that maybe you get like an elevated dish because you are who you are? I've always often wondered that. It happens every time. I, it, yeah. It's kind of like answer your question. Yeah, they do. Uh, like I, I don't, I don't, I never. Well, I say never. I mean, it's like I, you know, sometimes if it's a tough reservation, I do have a party trick. I can get a reservation in any restaurant in the world in about five minutes. And if yeah. you ever want to test me on it, go ahead. Okay. Um, it's it's a party trick. But when I walk into a restaurant, just making a reservation off the street, or when I'm traveling by myself, when I'm when I'm on the road. I'll just walk in and go sit at the bar and, yeah. and just have dinner by myself. And I just like, Hey, I'm Tyler Florence. How are you? Nice to meet you. And it takes about 10 minutes before the, Oh my God. Oh my God. Is that him? Oh my God. Starts to flow through the restaurant. And then everybody comes out of the kitchen and says, hi. And I start taking pictures with a bunch of folks in the restaurant. And it is a blast because you know, people walk up to you. And you, when you're on television, you realize the responsibility of, of what you have. And I'm sure you get this, you know, people walk up to you with bachelors in paradise, but like, but uh, it, it, when they walk up to you and they've got this relationship with you that you've been in their kitchen for God, 20 years now, 27 years, actually. And they, they would just want to share some stories. You know, that thing that you made on television, I made it and it was delicious. And Oh my God, can I get a picture? And can you say hi to my wife and all this kind of stuff? And like that, that's just comes to the territory. And yeah, it, it happens every time I go out to dinner, any restaurant, anywhere in America. You said something that I think is interesting. That is a good thing to kind of adopt in your daily life when you're going out, especially when you're alone, is to always go sit at the bar. And this isn't the bartender telling you this, but you get to see so much of the restaurant and experience so much of it just by sitting at the bar with the bartenders, 
you usually you're around the kitchen as well and you can get the best recommendations for everything. And I feel like you can really get a sense of what the restaurant is if you just go sit at the bar and, and uh, belly up there and order there. Well, as a restaurateur, I don't want to take up a table right, with me sitting there by myself, right? Because that's either yeah. a deuce or a four top or, or whatever. And I'm, I'm not going to take up you know a larger table with just me eating. So I think the bar is just kind of a fun place to go. And, and you get a chance to have like that one-on-one dialogue. Although I went to this restaurant last night and this lady... And I got there early because I, I I fast most of the day. So it was like five o'clock in the afternoon and I'm just like famished. I'm ready to eat like a small animal. And and I walked there at five o'clock, 530. Uh, and uh, and this, I'm the only person in the restaurant. And uh, and this bartender, she has her like 830 voice when yeah. she's talking really loud to me, which was kind of wild. Because, hey, how is everything? You good over here? Like, like, like I can hear you. There's nobody else in the dining room. Yeah. Oh, I got to talk so loud. Um, but, uh, but just like sweet as pie, you know, that people have been so nice here and, and, um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing on. I enjoy this part of the year. Mm-hmm. I really do. Right. I'm like a, you know, huge sacrifice, uh, big shout out to my entire team in San Francisco for holding the fourth down and my lovely wife Tolan, uh, for holding the fourth down at home. But, um, you know, I, I'm on the road with the same production team we've had for got over 10, 12 years now. And, and uh, it's just like a road trip with your buddies. Yeah. To be honest with you. And, you know, it, it's hard work. I mean, shooting television, those are kind of long days, but then you just get a chance to go poke around and have some great experiences locally and just eat some good stuff and say hi to some cool people and take a bunch of pictures. And it's kind of this fan thing. So, yeah, I, I love it. It's great. Well, we're all excited for the next season of uh, the Great Food Truck Race. Speaking of the fan thing, today's an episode where we get to read some questions from fans out there and we get to hear Tyler's response to it. And this one comes from Maddie Laird. And um, I'm excited about this one. I saw this one because I, I too uh, enjoy what she likes. She says, I love pho or maybe you say pho depending. Yeah. That being said, I can never get my noodles to be like the ones at the restaurant or get my broth to have the right taste to it. Do you have a pho recipe that can help me? Yeah, so pho is is a really really fascinating dish, uh, and and I, I love it. And I, I had an amazing, probably my my favorite bowl of pho I've ever had in my entire life in Houston on this last trip at a restaurant called the Blind Goat. So it's uh, Christina Ha, and 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 she actually won um, season uh, three of Master Chef, and she's also blind, which is just wild. Uh, so if you get if you're ever in Houston, the blind goat, gotta 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 go. It, it really just mind blowing, delicious Vietnamese food. I thought it was fun. Now, pho itself is an absolutely fascinating dish that is the beautiful child of global conflict. Right. So starting with the uh, with the Sino French War in the 1860s, uh, that that starts off with a very humble, you know, like Chinese focused dish. Um, that pushes on to the Vietnam War in 1975, right? As it pushes further down to Saigon and what they call Ho Chi Minh City, uh, that's closer to uh, Thailand, where the the dish completely evolved into what is what we would probably expect to see in American, uh, uh, you know, uh, Vietnamese restaurants uh, for a pho dish. Now, now it's not pronounced pho; it's pronounced pho, right? And there's actually two different like lineages when it comes like the name, like where the name come from came from. So one theory is that it's a, because it, it's a, you know, a similar to a banh mi, it's a, a hybrid between um, Chinese French cooking, um, which is like, you know, uh, vegetables, especially with the banh mi, 
uh, vegetables kind of cooked down with like fish sauce with crispy vegetables and lots of lime juice and a French baguette. That's a banh mi, right? Mm -hmm. um, now, pho has a similar sort of uh, uh, rootstock when it comes to a dish itself, the way it evolved. Um, some people say that it evolved from a pot de feu, which, which is like a French dish. And that terminology translates to pot on fire, pot or on a fire. And it's literally just like, like braised tough cuts of meat simmered for long periods of time with vegetables. And it's a very humble French dish that uh, evolved with sort of this like um, uh, Chinese um, uh, extension with ingredients like ginger and onion and uh, and and oxtail, not necessarily like good cuts of meat, but like off cuts of meat, right? And and so th that's one side of it. And the other uh, 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 theory on the name uh, comes from the noodle itself. And we're going to get to the answer of this question uh, pr pretty quickly here. But um, um, saho fang, which is uh, a the the rootstock of the other side of the, the terminology where the name came from is from the uh, Guangdong region of Southern China. And, uh, and then and Saho is, is the actual area where this uh, rice noodle was invented. And Fan is the, is the name of the noodle itself. So there's two different like theories of kind of where Fa, the, the, the noodle dish came from, from an origin standpoint, but, but the, 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 the flavorful broth that we get today, if you go to a Vietnamese restaurant um, in, in America, someplace like, like it, it is a, a real hearty bowl of broth with uh, usually braised meat, or sometimes you get the rare sliced filet on top of that. And that's my personal favorite, right? Same. And, and the stock itself starts off with like browning ginger, onions, garlic, and you really want to brown them because that's going to give it that sort of beige tone uh, uh, to the broth itself from a color standpoint. And then um, and then you want to throw in some some uh, cuts of meat. Oxtail makes the best pho broth, okay? So that you want to use that. I like to buy filet mignon, slice it really, really thin, and put that on top of the noodles, right? To pour the hot stock on top of. But I'll use oxtail specifically for the broth because that the collagen when it starts to break down and the marrow, when it starts to break down is going to give you that rich syrupy, slick viscosity. That's delicious. All right. Now the, the flavor profile, it, it comes from a couple different things, right? And, and again, it evolved from the, the Hanoi, which is in the Northern part of Vietnam. It's very simple. It doesn't really have a lot of flavor profile. What you're going to get in Ho Chi Minh City and the Southern part of Vietnam is more like the flavors of Thailand. Right, a lot of lime, a lot of fish sauce, a little sweeter, um, the, with the flavor profile of cinnamon and uh, star anise and uh, uh, coriander and um, uh, you know black peppercorn, all kinds of really kind of interesting uh, uh, flavor profiles. A lot of fish sauce, a lot of lime, right? And so, when you're building your uh, your your broth itself, you just want to make sure it's really really nice. So so you you're first you're gonna start off with ginger, onion, and garlic, and you're gonna start to sweat these down. Then you want to throw in some hard spices, cinnamon, um, um, uh, really nice star anise, clove, which is a really nice flavor profile. There's thousands of recipes online. I'm not an expert on the dish. I know how to make it really really well, but I, I would encourage you to to find lots of really great variations maybe uh, from a website that's specifically about thought itself, but I, I'll walk you through it, 
right? So then, so then you you you've got your vegetables, you got your hard spices, and and then you want to add your your tough cuts of meat. Uh, specifically, they don't really brown them; they just kind of throw them in whole, and they just kind of start to simmer them really really slowly. Cover them with cold water, and you want to let them go for about three hours. Now, the the fog broth that you're going to get in the southern part is a little fattier, right? It's got the little the globules of kind of yummy fat kind of floating to the surface. So if you do get some like skim things that need to be skimmed off the top you want to pull those off but you don't want to try to remove too much of the fat the fat's going to give you a really kind of uh, fun ton of flavor right so let this uh, uh, broth go you want to season it with salt you want to season it with fish sauce um uh you you, you want to season it with lime juice and then finish it with some more at the very end and and then just kind of have this really kind of delicious flavor profile. The, the hard spices are going to give you that that singular delicious uh, flavor profile that's going to be recognized as fall itself. Uh, and I think that's going to be great. Now, the noodles themselves, right? Those are specifically rice noodles. Now, there's a rice of vermicelli if you want like a real paper thin noodle, which is really kind of nice. And then uh, traditionally in pho, the, the rice noodles are thicker. They kind of look like a tagliatelle or a fettuccine, a little thicker cut. Um, but they're kind of squidgy and they're really, really nice. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. And so when you, you're getting your, your dish together, I, again, I like to take filet mignon, slice it really, really thin, freeze it first. So you can kind of get real thin slices with a knife, right? 
And then um, have your mise-en-place. This is like where your mise-en-place is going to be really, really important, right? So you want you want bean uh, sprouts, okay? You you want uh, paper thin uh, shreds of carrot if you want that. That's kind of nice. Um, you want uh, Thai basil. You want mint, which is really nice. You want uh, thin slices of jalapeno. You want some hoisin sauce uh, on the side. You want some like chili paste. Sriracha is 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 acceptable. That's kind of, and so you want just sort of this like, and nice big wedges of lime. Sometimes you can throw peanuts on it, but you can have like a real nice sort of bouquet of things. And I'll usually put that on the table so people can add to their broth as they want. So you want your, 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 your broth really flavorful. You want to strain it out, make sure you get all the stuff out because you just want the liquid. And then the noodles themselves, you want, you want to make sure your bowls are hot. So preheat your oven to 200 degrees, mm. make sure you've got some nice big oversized bowls. Just make sure the bowls are nice and warm uh, from the oven. Um, have a pot of salted water. Cook your rice noodles. They cook really, really quickly. Don't overcook them because they'll fall apart. And then, and then, so put like, and just go straight from the, the strainer basket from the hot water into the bowl itself and then serve the bowls of noodles, right? What I'll do is I'll, I'll take thin slices of uh, filet mignon and put those over top of the rice noodles themselves and then serve that, right? Serve the broth on the side which is really nice. Mm -hmm. And then serve the, the plate with all the beautiful vegetables, right? Again, bean sprouts, mint, uh, Thai basil, you know, really good thin sliced jalapeno, and then serve that on the side and then let people kind of build their own experience. The beautiful thing to me is when, when the, the filet mignon is sliced really thin and you pour the hot broth over top of that, and then it just begins to barely cook the filet. I think that's really great. Now you serve it with a spoon and chopsticks, right? Mm -hmm. You, you want to take the noodles, spin them into uh, the spoon itself, slurp that. And then you've got this really kind of nice uh, wintry dish that I think is is spectacular. It takes a little bit of practice. And again, I'm not an expert. Right? So take what I'm saying now, back it up with some more research, go find a real authentic recipe. I know how to make it, but but you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a kid from South Carolina and I've had this a hundred thousand times. I've never been to Vietnam. So I'm just saying like from experience of what I know, and I, I know enough, but I don't know everything. So back it up a little bit of, you know, go try to find a really good recipe to be able to put it together for you. But but th that's my take on it. And I, I think it's one of the world's greatest dishes. Um, the la Like I said, at, at the Blind Goat in Houston, that was the most incredible bowl of pho I've ever had in my entire life. And they served it with a big, huge uh, uh, bone of bone marrow on the Ooh. side. And you kind of rake that into the whole thing too. So it gets oh. nice and creamy. OMG. I do love some pho. And if you're ever having a hard time trying to figure out how to say it correctly, the way that uh, someone who is Vietnamese explained to me how to say it was, it's like the bad word. It's blank you, right? Uh, I don't know how we're going to be able to beep this out, but you would never say folk you. You'd say fuck you. And that's how you're supposed <laughs> to say it. you. So I, I like that. That's an easy way of like remembering how to say it right. It's like, you know, the, the age old problem. Is it gyro or is it gyro? You know, um, one of the things that I, I looked up before we started doing this episode um, was, it, do we think that this is a healthy dish? Because every time that I've had it, I'm like, well, it's just so delicious. It can't be good for you. Um, and yes, there are some drawbacks, but for the most part, it is a very healthy dish. It's one that I often am craving when I'm not feeling very well. Um, and I might maybe gotten kind of sick of the chicken noodle soup thing. And I do think it's like one of those dishes that really kind of brings you back to life. Um, but here's, here's what our producers kind of put this together too. Like, so is it healthier for you? Well, bone broth is really good for joint health, apparently. Um, it also contains a bunch of, of things like collagen that really help 
joint health and just like anti-aging in general. Like I even put collagen like in my coffee, but this is a great way of getting uh, collagen in your body. And especially something that you need to have as you start getting older because collagen just starts to deplete yep, for yep. sure. Um, obviously there's a lot of ginger. You talked about how you, you, sh you should be kind of like grilling that ginger beforehand. Um, and obviously we all know that ginger helps reduce inflammation. Obviously herbs and vegetables, very and uh, highly nu nutritious. And traditionally, it made uh, pho naturally contains, I guess, anti-inflammatory, nutrient-dense ingredients that promote the uh, detoxification of toxins, fight viral and uh, bacterial infections, which makes sense why I'm always kind of craving it when I'm not feeling very well. And apparently, it aids in digestion and uh, supplies the body with bene beneficial enzymes, which is which is super cool. I guess the one thing that it could be uh, negative is it's really high in sodium, but you can also kind of like... I don't know, curtail the amount of sodium that you're putting in. Cause like you said, when you're building your pho, your pho yourself, you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to hold off on putting fish, fish sauce. sauce in or yeah. hoisin sauce or soy sauce, whatever those things in. Obviously there's a lot of sodium in sriracha, which you, you generally put in. So that's something you can kind of like curtail by yourself. But for the most part, a very, very nutritious dish. And it is one of the best noodle dishes you'll ever have. And if you are, listening to this and you've never had pho you go immediately and get some it's so phenomenal and it's really really good for you right yeah you're going to feel full but you're not going to feel heavy you know it's rice uh noodles that are easily digestible and then the broth itself is just kind of packed with this you know old you know kind of old-fashioned medicine right it's just like like good nutrition and you know like good vegetables and and, and things are kind of warm for you and, and you're, you're going to feel great doing it. And it's just so interesting. So everything else that you're going to find at a Vietnamese restaurant, if it's not your in your repertoire of things that you normally go check out with your family, my kids love pho. You know, they, they, they kind of ask for it all the time. So throw it in your repertoire. Go find a really good restaurant and get like a local spot that you just love to go to. Um, and I, I think you're going to enjoy it. Ready? Okay. Give me a beat. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You kind of touched on it a little bit, but I feel like we could we could kind of elaborate a bit. So eating the pho is, 
is it's kind of like that thing of like learning how to use chopsticks. You, you got to do it right or you kind of look like a noob, right? And and you touched on it. So y- yes, you do use the chopsticks to kind of like gather the noodles. And then you have that amazing spoon, but it's also kind of like a bowl almost. And you're supposed mm-hmm. to, you're supposed to, you know, get some broth in that spoon, hold the noodles kind of above the spoon, eat the noodles. And then as you're eating the noodles, more of the broth will drip down into the spoon. And then you're supposed to slurp a spoon afterwards. And it creates this amazing, amazing taste profile in one big bite. It's like the perfect bite every single time. You got it. That's it. Yeah. So there's yeah. a ceremony behind the whole thing. And uh, once you got it, and listen, there's no right or wrong way to, to eat it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, and listen, if you get some on your shirt, so be it. It's it's a little slurpy, you know, um, and it's okay to slurp. I'm a big, you slurp? Um, I got to slurp. I, I'm a big slurper. My, my wife makes so much fun of me because I'm a big slurper. She'll like, I'll like, cause I, I I'll do it with my coffee. I'm like, Kruh. yeah. And then she'll go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man, like, now I, I just annoy go. you with the way I drink my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> been married for a long time. It's like, can you slurp a little more quiet, please? I've only been married for a year, and literally everything I do annoys my wife. So I can only imagine after whatever 18 it is. Years. 18 years. Yeah. I love this. I love these type of questions. For all of you guys out there uh, listening, if you do have suggestions on the best places to get some fun around the country, around the world, hit us up, DM us over on at two dudes in the kitchen on Instagram. That would be an awesome thing. Cause we were, we're kind of creating these heat maps of like where to go eat and enjoy amazing food all around the country. And that would be a very cool uh, resource for us. But you guys keep the questions coming in. If you want to send in audio messages or videos, we'd love that as well. If you see a new trend on the web that we need to know about, please send that in. We're here to educate or debunk whatever you got for us. So let's keep seeing those things roll into the DMs. And as always, you can follow us on at two dudes in the kitchen. That's where we want you guys to DM us. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get uh, your podcast. And we'll be back coming up on Thursday, talking to, uh, Allison Ellsworth, the co-founder of Poppy, which is a drink that I absolutely loved. Have you ever had a a, a Poppy drink before, Ty? I, I think I have. I I don't I don't know because I, I we just have a lot of stuff at the house. Um, yeah. Maybe, but I, I'm really excited about this. I I love entrepreneurs that you know create something out of nothing. So if I haven't had the product, I love the story. So I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of inspiration out of this because I would think everybody's sort of you know not everybody, but some people in this prosumer space where they've got a million dollar idea. And mm-hmm. they just want to take it across the goal line. So I think we're going to get a lot of good information out of it. Yeah, I, I first heard about Allison when I was watching Shark Tank. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a huge craze about apple cider vinegar and how it's really good for you. And I, every morning I take like a shot of apple cider vinegar. And these drinks incorporate the apple cider into delicious drinks. So this will be a really interesting conversation that we're going to have with Allison coming up on Thursday. So please make sure you tune in for that. Thank you guys so much for the questions, especially Maddie. Love that question. If you guys have amazing places to go find some pho, please DM us as well. We've been two dudes in a kitchen. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at two dudes in a kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. (laughs) We'll take that and we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. Zoo. Give me some sea life. (laughs) Give me museums. Give me a woo. Ride. 
Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.